0: Greetings, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Auhsd Future Talks. I'm your host, Michael Matsuda, the superintendent of the Anaheim Union High School District. And as our audience knows, now that this show is dedicated to the future of education as well as to the future of uh, work and careers for our 30,000 students and and their families. Uh, We've been really fortunate to have some amazing people from higher ed to private industry and nonprofit. And uh, we have one of our very own today, Ms. Uh, Amanda Bean, who is our newly appointed director of the Career Preparedness Systems Framework uh, implementation. That's really a mouthful. And we're going to go deeper into what that's all about. But Amanda, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Happy to be here today.
0: Yes. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about yourself, Amanda, in terms of your uh, counseling career and your career in education. And uh, we'll go from there.
1: Sure. Absolutely. So. I have been in education for 20 years now, uh, 15 years with the Anaheim Union High School District. Uh, I started my career in another district as a home economics teacher. Um, So CTE world and um, preparing students for skills um, outside of the core academics has always been very near and dear to my heart. Um, Since then, I was a counselor. Uh, That's how I came to Anaheim Union as a school counselor. Uh, I did that work for about nine years. And then I um, was a site level administrator at Oxford Academy uh, as an assistant principal. And then I luckily um, had the opportunity to join the district office about three years ago, um, helping out uh, first as a program administrator, working with curriculum and instruction, and primarily spending a lot of time helping our counseling teams and our administrative teams around um, just the different aspects of master schedule building, CT pathway development, um, and all of the systems that tie-, tie into that, which has led me to this amazing opportunity to be the director of Career Preparedness Systems Framework Implementation, uh, which is really um, the coherence of all of those models um, and making sense um, of, of all of the things that we ask in one system. And so um, all of my experiences have led to this moment, and I'm very excited to jump in
0: with our teams. Well, we're really excited to have you, Amanda. You're uh, Like many of our Leaders, you're, uh, you, all, uh, you share our vision, and that's so important and, uh aligning to organizations, you know, to have people believe in the vision and mission of the organization, whether it's a corporation or a school district. Could you tell us a little bit about that alignment for you and your own personal uh, sort of mission and, and why this work is so important to you now?
1: Sure. um, Absolutely. I mean, I think it goes back to my upbringing. Um, You know, being from a family, I was born to a teen mom um, who didn't have the opportunity to finish high school um, and didn't really have those adults in her life that, um, you know, encouraged her to to uh, be able to be more than just you know, a high school dropout and a teen mom, right, um, which led then to me in my high school experience, I too was a teen mom, um, um, but however, I knew from my family experience that college was expected, um, even, though, even though nobody in my family had gone to college. Uh, first generation college student, I'm still first in my family to attend college of like my generation or older, um, and so my why really ties to uh helping our families and our students understand that if they want more, they can do more, right? And when they don't have those experiences within their own families to draw upon, it's up to us to provide them, right? Because because through no fault of their own, they just don't know what they don't know. And so here in our system, our vision to create a better world through unlimited you, I think regardless of your background, regardless, regardless of your um Maybe mistakes you've made or challenges you've had. I think we all deserve the opportunity to have a bright future, um, and that bright future also um, helps us all. It helps to create a thriving um, economy, a thriving, um, vibrant Orange County that that we all we all benefit from. Um, and so that kind of you know that led to my why becoming an educator, and even more so today, why I believe so. Firmly in our mission and vision here in Anaheim Union, because um, our kids come with lots of challenges, right? And so um, I want to make sure that we're giving them every best possible chance at a bright future. Um, so that kind yeah.
0: of—that's uh, awesome. And I know that uh, you know our district really uh, has pushed out the importance of the five C's, including that character and compassion, which also I think is important to you as well. Can you share a little bit about some of your, your missionary work in Africa and how that connects to your life now as a CPSF?
1: Absolutely. So for the last decade, I have been so fortunate to work with my church, Eastside Christian Church, and going on global compassion trips, uh, primarily to the country of Kenya, um, to Nairobi. And we work in the slums of the Mafari Valley uh, with an organization called Missions of Hope, who sa- shares actually a similar vision um, in terms of preparing students for better for better futures, right, and so um, their ho- approach is a holistic approach as well, um, and they really work to meet the needs of the community, which therefore supports the students, which therefore you know they have success. Um, and their current work really is trying to align that workforce development um, with with uh, uh, corporations and industries within Kenya. And so, um, what that has done for me personally over the last ten years is um, really allowed me to, one, help others understand the needs globally, but also understand the needs right here in our own backyard within the city of Anaheim. Um, and for myself as well, uh, my eyes are much more open to the needs of poverty um, and the needs of of our families um, who have a life experience that I don't share. Right. And so um, it really helps me to be more sensitive and, um, and more aware, which then for informs my work here in Anaheim Union, because I, I take what I've learned globally, translate that to a local a local cause, which my local mission is my work here in Anaheim um, to to again. Align, you know, opportunities for students, and to be that like provider of hope, right, and that a provider of opportunity to um, to help better the better the futures of of our families. Um, and so, even though like CPSF is very student aligned, a lot of our work also is 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 supporting our community, right, and helping parents um, understand how to support their students and to provide resources for families so students can come to school and learn without the um, Without the challenges of wondering where they're going to get their next meal or how are they going to, you know, pay their electric bill, we support all of that through our work um, collectively here in Anaheim Union. Um, and so, my missions work um, has really just uh, helped solidify like that importance for me and and my personal mission and how I choose to execute my my beliefs and values through my profession.
0: Thank you for that, Amanda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's cut to the chase here in terms sure. of what is the CPSF and why is that such a big deal?
1: So the CPSF is an acronym for the Career Preparedness Systems Framework, um, and basically it's um, it's a model for for coherence here within our district. Right, so we have several very important drivers that, that we that we look to. Uh, you might see the poster a little bit behind me, but we have three essential drivers that focus on youth voice and purpose, 21st century skills, and technical skills. And within all of those, there are our programs and our initiatives that, that um, tie into that. So under youth voice and purpose, we might look at civic action and engagement, helping students find those needs in their communities, so, and, why, why
0: are, so, Amanda, why is youth voice and purpose uh, important? Why do you think that that's we've, we've sure that this is a big driver?
1: Yeah. You know, I think it's important for us to understand who we are and where we come from and our why. Right. And so youth voice and purpose really helps students identify um, those things for themselves through. Um, helping others through exploring their own interests and abilities through career exploration and finding areas of need in the community and taking action. And then connecting to their cultural identities through um, maybe our world language classes or our classes that um, that really have a, a, a rich heritage uh, exploration. And so when we know who we are and what's important to us, what we're good at, what we value, we have a lot more a direction on what we do with that moving forward. So, so for example, like
0: we we have a lot of TED talks in this district, right? right. or mm-hmm. people for yeah. mm-hmm. our audience who I think most of them are probably familiar with that uh, construct. It's a very narrative. The TED talk is very narrative. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. This is my story.
1: This
0: is my issue, and come join me on whatever my issue is.
1: Right. Why is
0: that? And then what we've attempted to do is connect that to a career pathway. Mm -hmm. And many of our our, uh, partners on this show, I'm thinking of Art Bill Group, Working Nation, has said purpose is so vital to a career. Could you comment on that?
1: Yeah. uh, So, I mean, I think, you know, we spend... uh, like at least half of our waking day at work. Right. And so it's, I uh, personally believe it's very important that you go to work and you should at least enjoy what you do. It should matter to you. It should make sense to you. People who go to work just to earn a paycheck, you know, there's a, a sense of loss. I think that they, they have that they don't necessarily can put their finger on. Right. But when we um, we know what we go to work for and that it matters, um, That creates fulfillment in our lives, right? And it helps us to live rich, full lives as we're created to. Um, And so having that sense of purpose, um, uh, just a reason to get up every day helps decrease mental health issues. It helps decrease um, economic issues because people are motivated to to have something to get to every day, right? Um, and so that's why, for me, like when I see the increase of mental health issues in our country, especially amongst our youth, um, I I personally believe that is because there's a lack of purpose and a lack of hope um, in terms of what am I going to do? Like everything just is presented as it's so dire, our country is falling apart, and we have all these problems, and we. Um, we need to teach our students, our young people, like that they can do something about that through finding what's important to them, what they have passion for and what they feel like their voice can how their voice can make a difference. And so I think for Anaheim Union, that's why that's one of our essential drivers, because we recognize that education is like memorizing facts and, and getting content knowledge. That's one thing, but does that really help us discover like what we're made for and like why we're here in events? Right. And so pairing that with like why we're here and what we're made for is how we are going to change, you know, the face of our country moving forward, the face of our region, the face of our country. That's
0: right. Thank you. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Well, the other big driver is around the, um, the sort of what we call the hard skills of the technical. Mm -hmm. Could you explain what that's all about?
1: Sure. Yeah. So those are the academic skills, the skills learned in um, the career technical education pathways tied to specific careers, the biliteracy, being able to speak, read, and write two or three languages, um, dual enrollment, you know, starting those college, uh, your college journey and learning those that set of academic skills, um, and all the planning that goes around that tied up in the academic, the six-year academic plan. And so those are the, the initiatives we have in place to help. As mature. well as your AIM
0: program, right? The yes, program. yeah,
1: and our work-based learning program, AIM. Um, so those are all the things that um, – help students like understand like their the why of education right and and apply what they're learning to real life scenarios so they take what they're learning in their english class or their math class and they're able to apply that in their cte class paired with those technical skills of of a pathway for that aim experience where they're doing an internship or having an experience in the workplace um and so the technical skills is is the the systems all around um, those specific programs that we have in place.
0: So, how do you? What do you say to maybe a teacher that's more traditional? That you know, I really don't teach careers, or mm-hmm. you know, I um, I don't I, I I teach my content area, but not uh, that's not what I was hired to do. And, and you know, and and that's a valid so how do we how do you um, respond to that?
1: So that's you know where we're at right now. Like we're making that shift of how do we how do we focus on civic action, career, career exploration through the content areas? And so those will be the questions we'll be answering for the next probably couple of years, right? And I think it comes back to helping people identify their why, why did they become an educator? how does that align with their site level vision? And how does that tie the district vision of creating that unlimited you, right? That better world through unlimited you. How does teaching that math content answer that question, right? And so if it's just a memorizing a formula, like how, then I guess my question becomes, well, how's that any different than doing a search on Google on how to divide a fraction, right? Like how does that, how does that, matter right and so how do we take what's important the content of and, and teach kids like what do we do with it like how does this apply to like when you actually leave here and help students make that connection so I think it's just that constant conversation of what's your why why did you start this this journey in education and how do we just continue to develop relevancy for students and take it from facts remember like memorizing to like doing something with it.
0: And the the dual credit is a huge uh, transformational piece for our district. We've been doing it for years now, but we've grown phenomenally. Could you just, in a nutshell, explain what that is?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So dual credit is um, our program with Cypress and Fullerton College where students can take a college course where they earn college credit and high school credit at the same time. And so what's really remarkable about our dual credit program here in Anaheim is that in our region of Orange County, we really do have the most robust dual dual credit program. Um, We have had over um, 3000 students earn a dual credit, um, credit in two classes or a high school and college class over the last four years. Um, And we have um, now delved into um, those classes being hosted during the school day as part of the student's regular schedule, which is what we call call embedded dual enrollment. So a student might take a college English class versus their senior English class, Um, or they might take an ethnic studies course versus maybe one of their high school electives. And so we're allowing students to to start their college career within the safety of the high school experience, where there's a lot of support around them to have success. Um, We're allowing them to save money in the future by getting their college requirements done faster. All of this is for free to them. Um, textbook, the enrollment, everything. Um, and we're um, we're really uh, also working to tie that with our pathways, right? And so we have our, our CTE pathways, and then we have courses that we're pairing that allow students to go further. So if they loved their auto class, for example, their pathway, they can take auto at Cypress College and keep going and into programs that lead them right into industry certifications or right into industry jobs. And so students are entering the workforce faster, um, more prepared, um, and again, making their ele- education relevant to them. So. So um, so it's nothing but a win for all of us, really. Um, and our students are really thriving. We have very high success rates. Um, we're hovering around 95% success rate, uh, meaning that students are passing their classes with CESAR better. Um, and this compared to AP, like, you know, there's always this, con- this conversation of dual enrollment versus advanced placement. You know, the difference is, is that um, for advanced placement, students have to take the course and pass a test And then a college may or may not still give them credit, even if they pass the test, it's up to the college. Well, in dual enrollment, college credit is college credit and it transfers, right? And so students um, are getting that guaranteed college credit at no cost. And there's not a question of like, I invested an entire year. Will I pass that test? Right, and so it's a then, way to grade too, right? It's a- and it's a way to grade, just like an AP course. And so, um, the benefits to our students are numerous, um, and it is really helping prepare them and and give them the confidence to enter higher education once they leave us. Absolutely. And so, well, we, and that's well,
0: like you say, there's we have we've been doing this long enough. We yeah have strong data. We
1: absolutely have strong data and strong partnerships. So the yep.
0: third driver is the, uh, the 21st century skills. We call them the five C's. Yep. Um, why? What? I, I mean, our audience pretty much knows what the five C's are critical thinking, collaboration, communication, uh, creativity, and uh, compassion. Mm-hmm. Why Why is that important for in the CPSF?
1: So I think, um, you know, I was reflecting yesterday um, with someone about um, my experience in high school uh, and my the math sequence that I took. Um, And and I because of my circumstances, again, being a teen mom, I didn't go very high in math. Right. Um, And so um, but Do I understand how to solve a problem and do I understand how to work through it? And that's exactly what the five C's are, right? And so while maybe I was lacking in the content area, my ability to to be a critical thinker or to problem solve um, something, is very strong, right? And so, our workforce partners, our corporate partners, you know, you'd see a lot of research on what do they look for in an employee, and rarely are you going to see that they want content knowledge as the number one thing. In fact, no, want, one,
0: no one, really cites the. Asset nobody. What was your SAT score? No yeah, one.
1: nobody, right? Nobody, and and because every employer, um, a lot of research is coming out now that most employers have to retrain their new hires in soft skills because they don't know how very well to be a good communicator or to work with other people, or they're not very creative. They've been in this box of like testing, you know, like what's the right answer. And they're just, you know, students coming out of school are just like, what's the right answer? How do I get the right answer versus like being willing to be uncomfortable in the problem solving process. And so for us, the five C's, um, is a a very important driver because we want to produce students who can enter the workforce and not have to be retrained in these things, right? And I think it helps make better adults too. When in our personal relationships, when we can be a good communicator, um, we can resolve family conflict and that stuff like so much easier, right? When we can be creative and problem solving, we know how to navigate just the, the, the things that life throws at us because life is not or conflict free right and so um, the five C's really help be workforce ready and just life ready uh, and um, and I think if we tie that back to like mental health and the issues that we're seeing in society you um, I think we would see a decrease of more schools and educational systems focused on this type of learning because our students wouldn't become adults and, and feel so helpless and don't know how to help themselves, right? And so we would see better outcomes in in workforce development, mental health, and right. societal issues.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that we're being uh, asked by other districts that are interested in the work that we're doing. Um <laughs> What do you say to others who want to pursue one of the drivers? Like you know, they already they focus on traditional test scores, but we want to bring in dual credit and then calling that somehow career preparedness. What what? How do you respond to districts that might just say, "Well, we don't do Youth Voice. That's really not tested. And five C's. That's not tested. But you know, we, we're bringing in dual credit."
1: Mm-hmm. I would just say, like over the last twenty, twenty five years of education, like where has that mindset gotten us? right? Like because that ha- that was the mindset. That was the mindset that my children grew up in going to school. Um, you know, I, I, and so I would start there, right. And then secondly, I would say, like if we believe in developing the whole person, like you can't have one without the other. Like you can't develop the technical skills without understanding student strengths and the assets they bring to the table through youth voice and purpose. You can't really develop 21st century skills without having the technical skills, technical skills to pair with it. Right. Like they're all equal in, in this continuum. And so um, when we ignore one, we're not producing um, an adult like a life ready workforce ready individual. There will be some gap that training will need to take place and or hard lessons will be learned. And so, um, and so I would just kind of challenge them to to think about what's well, the model we've had and look where we're at today. Is that really what we want to continue?
0: Well, Amanda, these are transformational times in education and we're so lucky to have leaders like you in our district, uh, overseeing and collaborating uh, with our entire team on implementation of the CPSF. So uh, really, on behalf of our, all of our students and our teachers and educational leaders, thank you for being part of our team. We look forward to hearing from you
1: more. Thank you. I feel so fortunate to get to be a part of the team. So uh, thank you and uh, I'm happy to be here.